0: Oh yeah, it's time to make yourself comfortable on the couch and listen to part one of the Irishman episode if you want to hear a good intro, because on this episode of Geeked Up Presents, Netflix and Chat, we watch the Irishman part two, the actual review. Yes, and this time we actually watch it. I guess that guy right there is the... uh to my goo <laughs> Liam Whalen. Again, there was a better one in part one. <laughs> yeah, I already did my uh, my my uh, Liam Yos, uh, my Liam Yo-Yos. Uh, Yo-Yo. Liam Yo-Yo-Yo Yo-Yo Whalen himself. Yes, yo-yo-yo. Of course, I'm Devin Netflix and the Bonds. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, the Irishman episode. This is part two. Things are getting dramatic because Robbie Robertson is in the studio, <laughs> Andre Dobby style, playing an organ for, for a And yes, the theme to that catchy song, or the title of that catchy song, was called Theme to the Irishman. And <laughs> yeah, I'm very Irish. No bagpipes, no tin whistles, but yeah, was Robbie the... Robertson didn't have a lot to work with. But, <laughs> yeah. but is a Robbie Robertson track as uh, uh, the Irishman released on Thanksgiving in honor of the last waltz. Robbie Robertson doing the music. I just, I, what does the uh, Italian? <laughs> what is the Italian turkey say? <laughs> Gobble goo, <laughs> <laughs> nicely played. Did you just come up with that? I mean, I felt like it's probably out there, but I just thought of it. It's <laughs> nice. what well, the Italian turkeys say: goo Gobble goo. Great, great uh, popsicle stick. <laughs> by uh... and then, we chopped its fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to the show. Like we said, part one. That's enough horsing around here. In part two, <laughs> all right, because part one was all of our. Uh, comparisons Penn's diagram <laughs> uh a slight little game i believe time. i referred to it as repartee <laughs> for the first rep- time in my life there like, was a lot of repartee in that the word? first one i referred to it as bullshit yeah <laughs> but uh and that's pretty much what it was <laughs> yeah. we give you full broadened full imdb breakdowns of the of some of your favorite stars and talk about all of the big stories for the great Irishman, yes, all the scandals, the rumors about <laughs> Martin Scorsese himself and Mr. Bobby De <laughs> <laughs> But in this one, we're getting right to the uh, we're getting right to the rundown. As we actually are going to. Right to the stake of it, huh? <laughs> as we're. He's uh, giving you, you his De Niro face. Not bad. Uh, not bad. <laughs> not a uh, good, good face. We like steak there. Good face. Uh, Mr. Conavale. <laughs> as, uh, yeah, as we are going to get into our Irishman breakdown. And I'm the lawyer. <laughs> 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 that was a great Kermit the Romano there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think the last time I put you on the spot and had you do a uh, Ray Romano's stupid brother, Brad Garrett. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. The no, he wasn't in this one, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> I was available if the news. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess one of the only actors not used, as we'll give you the, uh, the yeah. cast breakdown in a minute. But definitely, if you want full proper context to this movie, mm. consult... Part one, however, we didn't want to make the very Marty Scorsese mistake of giving you a a, a, a three-and-a-half-hour podcast. podcast, Especially since our XOXO podcast was two-and-a-half-hours long for an (laughs) hour-and-15-minute movie. The three-and-a-half-hour one, get comfy, guys. And our Stranger Things was ten hours. This is our seven-hour review of (laughs) The Irishman. Part three. But I guess that will get us into it. But before I give you the official IMDb uh, breakdown, before our breakdown, I will give you my classic Bradley Cooper alert. (laughs) Because in this episode, there will be spoilers. Bradley Cooper does die at the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, the first one, the uh, part one, no Bradley Cooper. uh, uh, Bradley Free Zone. Yeah, because there was no spoilers. However, heavy spoilers here in this part number two. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't yet watched The Irishman, now's your chance to press pause Yeah, and, uh, and uh, watch the movie and listen to part one and come back to us five hours from now and pick <laughs> yeah. us up where we left off. Although, like I pointed out at the end of the last episode, you can do that on any one of these episodes, folks. You can just press pause yeah. and come back later. We don't need to make two pause. Yeah, the second we make the announcement, yeah, yeah, or just uh, stop listening. <laughs> the big LW Corny Sports Summer Preview. Four hours, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me talking sports. <laughs> one goddamn break. <laughs> break on your own. Impressive, man. Break on your own goddamn discretion. That's a uh, no guests. <laughs> we won't be doing that here. But we will be talking The Irishman, and here it comes. The official IMDB breakdown of The Irishman. Rated. Now, here's a fun game we like to play. What do you think this <laughs> one's rated? I mean, I got to go R on this one. It's the, uh, uh, I guess, the old Netflix and chat joke that every movie seems to be a TVMA on Netflix. This one is... This one being such like a mainstream, although it was in Netflix production for so long, uh-huh. who knows? They might have TV MA'd it. You're going R. It's I'm actually uh, T V L M A V. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's R. <laughs> okay, it's rated R. All right, uh, a traditional R rating for a very other than the Netflix release, a very traditional. Imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if they made like a PG-13 version of this movie. <laughs> we're really besides well, the it cursing could have went a little bit more edgy and gone. TV yeah, like MA, it wasn't very really. violent. Like besides the cursing, like I mean, they were paying some houses. There was no tits. There was no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really, no nudity, I guess. But uh, synopsis. Oh, I guess it's a run time. We've talked about it a bunch, but three hours and 29 minutes. Which is one of the headlining, headlining stories about this movie. Mm-hmm. Three and a half hours. A very Scorsese-like, however, as he yeah. loves a long movie. Much like my podcasts. Always way fucking longer <laughs> than they should be. <laughs> so. the, uh, synopsis of The Irishman is, A mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. His possible involvement? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that is a thing that we'll get into Because there's, there's, there is an allegation that this guy is just full of shit In all of his uh, his take on true, things Because true. I guess it is kind of like As well we joked around in part one About how this movie is uh, uh, p- continuing in our uh, time loop trilogy Of American history gangster movies mm. As we started with the Ridiculous Six and the Wild West And then went to the Highwaymen in the 1920s Correct. And now this is like a 1950s Starts, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you know. I guess not. Yeah, he fought in World War II, so but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like the time era, but kind of as well, like Highwaymen. It's also another movie where it's more, it's like the Irishman is De Niro's character, yeah. who's the guy that ends up whacking Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, where Bradley it's like Cooper. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess right off the bat. Like, yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. we warned you, what we <laughs> if, <laughs> it wouldn't fired. take you long. But. <laughs> but you're right, it is through the but, uh, eyes of, like, it's not like a Jimmy Hoffa story. You don't even see yeah. Al Pacino in this movie, it's like an hour into it. Because, yes, like, exactly. It's all about uh Sheeran. And as much Frank as he's really the main character and it's like the driving story is Jimmy Hoffa, it's really Robert De Niro's character's movie. And I guess that'll really get us into the cast too. But before we do, what do you think the – uh there's another one we like to guess, but this one is a little different than our usual uh, IMDb movie. But what do you think the Rotten Tomato score on this one was? Oh, interesting. Well, We always give you the tomato. Yeah, uh, yeah the yeah. tomato meter. I totally forgot about that one. Very interesting. Yeah, well, I'll what give you. I'll give is you a the clue. Tomato public. I'll give you a clue. This is an Italian movie. We only use the freshest tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Mama's. What's the Mama's gravy meter on this one? You think this is? Is it an Olive Garden? Is it a, or is it a? Uh, <laughs> A mama sauce <laughs> <laughs> this is a grandma sauce <laughs> uh, you yeah, call it a gravy mom. or a sauce i'm going i'm going 90 i'm going 90% all right uh, i'm going the tomato public loved the irishman however not better than uh <laughs> not 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 better than 90 never than 90 critic score 96% Okay, wow. The freshest tomato. Audience score, 86%. All right. All right. So, so we like to I'd go by the uh, audience uh, because average out at 90. the critic score of the Ridiculous 6 was a big yeah. fat goose egg. We've officially <laughs> ruled out critic score after their uh, mockery of And I think the audience social score social. was like 43%.
1: <laughs> a much more accurate. Huge markup. <laughs> yeah. 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 And a correct rating. Exactly. <laughs> Bang
0: on for the public. And I uh, say the audience score of 86% is uh, <laughs> a little closer than... Uh, closer but here comes this crazy cast coming in the uh we'll say we'll say it, uh the top top of the cast list uh robert de niro is frank sheeran and of course everyone knows this is the jimmy hoffa movie so al pacino's playing jimmy hoffa we got Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa. Jeho Pesci is Russell Buffalino. Russell Buffalino, you motherfucker! <laughs> I'm gonna give you impressions along with everybody. <laughs> Harvey Keitel is <as> Angelo Bruno. <laughs> hey, I'm Angelo Bruno, uh, <laughs> and I've got a mustache in this movie. We got <laughs> uh, Ray Romano as right, Bill yeah. the Romano? I- <laughs> bill buffalino a uh, lot but did you do it <laughs> but did you do it <laughs> uh Bobby cannavale is skinny razor <laughs> um then anna paquin is older peggy Sheeran. stephen graham is anthony tony pro provenzano Um. Uh, he, you may know from Boardwalk Empire, uh, uh, plays a good, um, an for amazing sure. mafia Al character. Al Capone. He plays Al Capone. <laughs> he plays Al Capone, and that he's doing a good job. By the like that guy he always gets uh, case, uh, cast Empire. as a gangster. He's a British dude. That guy is he? No way! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucker. He's from right <laughs> from London, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> Go to Peaky Blinders, you fuck! I <laughs> yeah, Chicago. get out of here! I guess that's why he was doing a Chicago accent for a guy from mm. Union City, but. Uh, Exactly. They learned one fucking gangster accent for this goddamn career <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna refuse to do- talk like I'm from Jersey. Do a lot of accents in this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although so do we. <laughs> <laughs> in a, uh, in even, uh, Catherine Narducci, though plays Carrie Buffalino. Well you gotta What's give it? her a mention she's in uh Sopranos and a lot of uh Yep. She's always the gangster's wife. Even then they break <laughs> her down as like she was like mobster royalty. <laughs> Uh, who else we got here? Jesse Plemons is Chucky O'Brien. I mean, at some point we're gonna have to uh, just hit the hit the the big hitters left because it's a never-ending. I'm cast running it list. down to, like the last ones I know because Dominic Lamb. I mean, we got a couple of the comedians. Dominic is Fat Tony okay. Solano. The reason I mentioned him is because he's from The Wire, the wire yep. and he's also Vince's buddy on Honorage. <laughs> exactly. Like Dom from The Wire. Dom, yeah, he gets Of, the, me- of course, he, he gets mentioned, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, uh, here's one know. I want to mention. These just because there's uh, a couple comedians here, but we'll say Stephen Van Zandt. There's another Sopranos okay. reference. Is uh, Jerry Vale as well? I mean, Stephen, uh, Stephen but, Van Zandt from uh, the Bruce Springsteen East Street. band. Exactly, like Stephen. Now he's up there carooning, you know. But then uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, who is like a comedian, plays Joseph Crazy Joe Gallo. Crazy Joey Gallo And rearing it into the end Is Jim Norton Who plays He's one of my personal heroes yeah. From Don, He plays two roles in this He plays uh, Don Rickles And he plays the older Nursing home Frank Sheeran <laughs> As uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle uh, <laughs> Uncle Paul From the Oprah and Anthony Show darling But No I mean I was honestly As a, if you're a huge O&A fan Or a, a Jim Norton fan so Or a Ron the <laughs> Waiter fan To be honest with you <laughs> But yeah, super excited for uh, the Jim Norton... A cameo role As Dom Rickles as, as we'll get to Yeah As well as Sebastian Melascano Or whatever Got a lot of pub I'm not familiar with him at all As a comic I guess he's got a huge Like Italian-American fan base That's why I love him He's uh, a <laughs> He speaks to me He was The first thing I ever saw him in Was that uh, Vince Vaughn Wild West comedy tour Where okay. it was like Brett Ernst yeah. And like Three other guys But at the time was one of those He three. cries a lot in the end Because he's like I'm still awake I gotta go back to my day job At the end of the movie like, <laughs> okay, I guess He still saying. was But now he's, uh, yeah, again, like if if you're not – much like Jeff Dunham and puppet humor If you're not like A 60 year old Florida retiree, You're probably not going to think Jeff Dunham's funny <laughs> You're not going to think uh, Yeah It's niche comedy For old Sally ex- Mascalano Exactly Family oriented Italian uh, uh, And then they ran out of bread <laughs> <laughs> right. But then other than that <laughs> Of course it. you got The big heavy hitters But then some other Real mobster uh, uh, car- uh, 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 Turning into like Real returning Contemporary mobster characters Bobby, car- Bobby, car- Bobby Carnival Mm. Uh, always seems to kind of wind up in like new age mobster movies. Yeah, we had that big breakout in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, of course, which was like Boardwalk a, Empire guy. the role he was made for. Man, he was just <laughs> crazy, like crazy good in it. Man, yeah. He, Amazing Girl. he's also in uh, a good role in uh, Motherless Brooklyn that's out this year, another kind of like For uh, sure. t- a period piece. But in this, movie. too, like, this is a weird thing with Scorsese. He's like, and again, I guarantee Bobby Carnaval looked nothing like this guy in real life. But, like, Scorsese was like, you gotta make him have the weird bald head. It's like, <laughs> why, dude? Like,. Much like uh, Robert De Niro's piercing blue eyes in this movie, like well, that was just part of the CGI we got into earlier, and I guess yeah, we get into a little bit later as we give you the rundown as well. It'll come up again, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yeah, definitely a interesting between the blue eyes and the da the de aging, uh, its own story, in its yeah, own right there. Really is a little unnecessary on both, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I guess the course to round this out then is directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> is course. the uh, IMDb official breakdown of the Irishman. the Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. Holy Irishman. But this is now our official breakdown of said The titular Irishman. The Irishman. A more Italian American Irishman. And uh, 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 accent. Uh, Again, yeah, I can't join the Nick Mafia bastards. because I'm, uh, I'm super Irish. <laughs> <laughs> super duper. You can't tell because of my piercing blue eyes. Even, uh, not even get into this, but I was watching, uh, after I watched this, I did go back and watch Goodfellas until, like, <laughs> like the first, like, 20 minutes. But even in that, Ray Liotta was like, and my old man was from Ireland. And then, like, it shows his dad, and he's like, hey, you didn't go to school today? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what does Martin Scorsese think Irish people are? <laughs> like, is Martin Scorsese Irish? <laughs> like, does he he's got not- his islands confused? Does he not get it? But scene opens at a... I guess it opens in a nursing home, right? And there's a very old, or I would call accurate, Robert De Niro. (laughs) Robert De Niro with no makeup. (laughs) Just, uh... I mean, how old is De Niro now? Like, what, 70-something, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, probably that's not how he looks, but probably he very well could, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean, that's obviously how he looks. So the movie opens with, like, a very old uh, De Niro in a wheelchair and he's uh he's got a story to tell <laughs> right i mean yeah, he's it opens talking up to with somebody him, like narrating i mean he's basically of... breaking the fourth wall and he's like talking to us yeah yeah for sure i thought that was going to be a thing in the movie too that it was going to like kind of end with like not to jump all the way to the end, but I thought it was going to, like, kind of pan around, he'd be, like, talking to a reporter, or, like, somebody, <laughs> okay, right, like, like finally sure. telling one of the FBI agents, it wasn't it till like, because they only, only one other character does it one more time, it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, 20 or 25 minutes into it, Joe Pesci does look to us, like, breaks the fourth ball, he's like, I know, and, I, and, I, and he says something about, really? I didn't yeah, even he does that. break at one point, and I saw this goddamn thing twice. Yeah, I, Seven uh, Hours. <laughs> seven Hours the Irishman. No, uh, There's wait. a lot to miss when you watch it twice. But but it does, throughout the movie, I guess, thematically, it does go back and forth between De Niro kind of narrating mm-hmm. the story of uh, – uh, narr- De Niro narrating the story from the past. It has of- the Westworld. There's three timelines in this movie, right? <laughs> There's, like – the middle-aged, the young, yeah, yeah, there's right. like the road trip part, the uh, coming <laughs> up part, and the breaking down the story part. Yeah, yeah. There's really, there's three much, De Niro's, yes. yeah. And it kind of shuffles back and forth between mm-hmm. those uh, uh, three, and especially kind of the old, uh, the old Pacino, the old De Niro, rather, mm-hmm. you know, keeps on showing up and going away, back to various various uh, uh, stages of de by <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the movie uh, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess it really so it's him like kind of giving his breakdown. What he, gets, he is that the first time you hear him say that uh, he. That he paints, paints walls. houses. I paint. I paint houses. <laughs> the first of that. many times they drop yeah. that line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Robert De Niro. I paint houses. I hear you, you paint houses. <laughs> but it shows but yeah, him kind of just him giving like a little narration about his mafia mafia yeah. life, and then like him uh, uh, getting getting ready for a big car trip. Yeah, where we with, meet uh... like an older Pesci and their wives, and De Niro's Matt, we We're gonna take the I84 to Tulsa, and I used to whack a lot of people, and then we're yeah, gonna make a riot uh, the time before. <laughs> iphones where they had to use maps because even his found destination he just like sh- circles all of chicago and i was like dude you're gonna get very lost the second you are to detroit ah, closer, the second you far. get to detroit you're gonna be very lost dude because you just circled detroit yeah. you had like this specific you know. like we're gonna There's go left road the- you need to be on <laughs> yeah, buddy uh, and then we are in detroit <laughs> But uh yeah, it's them taking a road trip. Uh no smoking allowed in the car. No smoke. Uh, but I want to smoke. Pull over and And you smoke, learn that yeah. uh you know, he's the kind of guy who he makes a rule like this. You uh you listen to him. Yeah. All right? And, uh, and that's Pesci, of course, is the guy. He's like, you can already tell Pesci's in charge. And yeah once again You don't <laughs> smoke in the car. Which is mm-hmm. a weird way to start off, though, because it's implying you don't smoke the car. The fucking first thing this broad does is light up a cigarette. cigarette yeah, his yeah, car, yeah, yeah, And it shows him pulled over and they sand. all right, we'll take a break, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was very, like, right off the bat, that kind of took the balls away from him. No? Totally doesn't win. And
1: again, it's a very
0: and older. very old. They're it's like, an older is, Pesci. You yeah. know what I mean? I so kind don't of like seeing Because this was Goodfellas Casino Pesci, and she was like, fuck you, Frank, I'm smoking in the car. You don't think he would have turned around like you? If it was a young here? Irish man, yeah. You know, uh, if it was him earlier, they wouldn't do it. But you're, you know, you're not clear if they're still up to mafia shenanigans mm. or just like taking old, a road retired, trip. You know. Mafias that are just now old, regular old folks. Which would have been great if this was just a road trip movie. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Which like... very well could have been like with them reflecting on mm-hmm. into the past. Oh, yes. And remember the time I wagged Hoffa? <laughs> 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 this wedding's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they do stop to smoke a cigarette one time, at one point, and they see yeah. a uh, old gas station, yeah. a petrol station, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, again, I thought this being the Irishman... He was like points. He's like look over there, and he's like no wait. Can you believe that? And like they look at the uh, gas station. I thought I was like oh Hoffa's body is gonna be in there at the end. <laughs> no, it was just the first their first meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it really was. No, it again, was, was such a very scene a, a random peshy. scene them where, out with a tool with his timing belt. Yeah. Now it goes back to like young De Niro. Where I guess he's like driving a, a, young, a truck driver a for a young the union age pastor, yeah, And this was the 1st But again, this is the de-aging This is them at their youngest, right? The, their, their absolute youngest <laughs> and They go to several stages of de aging. This, this is one. their youngest Where they meet <laughs> And they still look like 50-year-old men <laughs> Like, they don't look like Kids yeah, in their yeah, 20s Yeah, no, for like, sure it's very they, like They aged him down as much as they could But still you Yeah know, It's like, like how old are these guys 137 <laughs> when he died like, These are old men from the rip But anyway If you look away from that Yeah his truck breaks down. He's uh, trying to fix his truck. Pesci comes over there and was like, "Wiggle the screw," and then the truck works. <laughs> and that's how I know this guy on the whole highway. Do you know who's also supposed to be like his specialty is that he's like an ex-military guy that's bombing everything? Like knows all of this cool shit. This fucking guy doesn't know how to fix a timing belt. As a trucker, it's like. <laughs> I remember one time I was driving home. Because this is my early 20s, but I was kind of, I was kind of drunk and someone was pulled over <laughs> in the road. And I pulled over and asked if they needed any help. And they were like, yeah, we do. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I can't help them. I you need jumper cables? They're like, no. I'm like, all right, well, there's about I don't all have of those my now <laughs> yeah. <mentioned it> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then I threw a Slurpee at him and pulled up. But off. little did I know, I could have just walked over there and been like, that thing's loose right there. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kid. No, you'll i kid, now you get would, out of here. No. I thought I knew That man knew (laughs) But uh, But you're right That was their first Meet cute yeah, like Devin says, and it uh, uh, Pesci owns the road and the town, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, I guess... But they don't even really uh, meet again until a little bit later, because then Pesci meets Bobby, uh, what, razor blades? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it was pretty, pretty early, no, no, because it was... Uh, because he doesn't meet him again until Ray, R- Ray Romano gets him off for stealing yeah. the steaks. Because, yeah, and then he like, was his cousin. Yeah, Which is like also the most hilarious scheme ever. <laughs> like, he meets Bobby Carnival and he's like, Oh, you like steak? I can get you steak. And uh, this kind of says a little heist with the union that he's like stealing steaks. And then one time they just take it too far and take everything. And just, it was like, It wasn't even like, Oh, no, tell him this. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a truck. What I got here was, uh, I thought there was, What do you want? I'm just as surprised as you? I don't know. Why would I show up with an empty truck? <laughs> And that's where uh, I guess you meet Ray Romano. Then he's like, the yeah, union kind of of lawyer. They do like a little like shady De Niro. There's there's a lot of montages in this uh, mm-hmm. uh, for a movie that's three and a half hours. They're still cutting it down from fucking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like all, but they kind of give you a feel that De Niro is like a shady, but again, union trucker. That'll be one of my uh, first points of like confusion this movie because like it wasn't until like he like got like Ray Romano broke it down for me. I was like, oh, was that what was going on the whole time? Like I was trying. <laughs> (laughs) Figure out like, were they like killing people in the trucks because it was he really just stealing steaks? Like, (laughs) yeah, no, what's going on here? Like, like, why is money getting passed around? High end uh, beef trade, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That's how I got my start. I stole steak. I mean, and he did it in the most smooth fashion. remember the one time he just, like, took all of the tags from one side <laughs> <Yeah>. and, like, <laughs> fucking cartoon, like, them yeah, like, over yeah. and, like, walked out, like, well, problem <laughs> solved. Then he took it too far and just showed up <laughs> with an empty <laughs> truck. <laughs> Yeah, then cue Bobby Carnavalli just crushing a steak. Like, all right, kid, you're gonna make it in this business. <laughs> yeah, but Ray Romano is like the union lawyer. Oh. He gets him off, and then lo and behold, he's also he takes him out to a restaurant to celebrate because uh, De Niro doesn't, you know, rat on anybody. Yeah, that else is involved in the scheme. So that's all it takes to get in the mafia. Much like I've learned <laughs> that in Goodfellas too. If yeah, you don't say anything. I mean, you're full fledged. <laughs> you're a full fledged <laughs> member. Crime one, because that's really what Always De Niro your does. Mouth shut, never rat on your friends. Because really, he like just does a rat for stealing stakes, gets off, then meets Joe Pesci again, impresses him by speaking Italian. He's like, "Perfect, I uh, you kill people." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I mean, I was." <laughs> It's a pretty big jump from stealing steaks. And a very, what was first of many for me, just a very kind of cheesy, them trying to hold on very strong to like keeping a mafiosa tone. When they were speaking Italian. Even to the extent where if you noticed in the piano, there was like bad Italian, like a violini kind of music playing the Godfather theme. <laughs> it was such an ode to that scene in The Godfather where they were like breaking bread, in Yeah, there was like a cheesy na- na- Italian na- na- restaurant. Version of that song yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm from Sicily too. <laughs> it's like, oh, these fucking eighty year old guys so happy the other one fucking speaks Italian. And it's like, we need a kid like you from the war, <laughs> Fucking but it was very, you know, at that point it's a little in my book like you know, they're 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 grasping at these mafia straws kind of yeah, no, no. twenty minutes into this three and a half hour movie, <laughs> so for sure. And that's one of those things where it's either that took too long or it wasn't quick enough. <laughs> like, if we're going to do this, let's do it. Because there's a, like, a lot of, like, breaks into it. Like, then he meets, like, I mean, I'm kind of missing some points, but when, like, when he meets the waitress and he's like, that was my wife. And I was <laughs> I like, wait, know. I'm very confused here. <laughs> yeah. Like, aren't you already married that with was kids? was very confusing. And they I mean, never really explain which Because he explains he his wife literally, first. Devin's when they not, first yeah. go on the uh, road trip, he's like, this is my wife. Angeline, I call her Jeannie. And then, like then it shows that he's married with kids he's yeah, like, then I the, met Jeannie and I was like wait I thought they Genie. show the traumatic scene actually we brush over the traumatic scene where he like uh, uh, beats up the grocery store attendant in front of his daughter yeah which like really sets the yeah, tone okay, there. exactly but, like, it sets the tone that he's a pretty you know like like a, a rough guy but a family man he's a working his, like uh, you know yeah. doing bad things for the trucking company to support his family that's right and he then does. he literally though well, Devin is right like uh, he just turns a corner and he's like I guess there's no good time to uh, leave your wife <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's when I left mine <laughs> yeah. And then just like They never pay reference no. They'll show them With the family And the daughters But don't pay reference To which so wife confusing. is which there wasn't was, even. Like a, he's got Three daughters of one's blonde it's like, Is that from a different wife Why knows? are they all It's just very There should be At over. least one scene Where like He yeah, comes like home And she's for, like You're a bum Frank <laughs> A bum <laughs> I'm Like i yeah. So his wife's in <laughs> Like I said For a three hour movie Lot totally Yeah Left to the uh, Hi I'm Angie. Nee. I'm gonna call you Genie Ooh I left my wife that night <laughs> (laughs) Now let me dip my bread in this glass of wine. (laughs) But then it kind of, I guess, gives you a quick, like, you know, uh, uh, on through a feel of, of more De Niro turning, like, shady union guy. He's involved in the linen bombing, mm-hmm. all right, where he, like, bombs out some uh, uh, dry-cleaning warehouse that winds up to be on Kaitel's turf. Yeah, because uh, Whispers gives it to him. <laughs> Not the Whispers you know. And whispers. I guess another thing I should yeah, point out, though, that I did like was that, like, when you meet every one of these characters, a quick, like, uh, text pops up about oh. Great call. It shows like how they all got killed. That's true. And every one of them almost got killed. (laughs) For sure. For sure. It is and that I guess it really is thematically another part of this movie that it is you know, docu-drama style. No, for but sure. it's not a casino Goodfellas, like, you know, a uh, uh, fictional mafia tale. I guess Goodfellas well, those is are both, a little bit. And so is casinos all actually, based, off of, based off of real this stuff. this one is but like, like make sure you knew it. Yeah, yeah it was this like, one is like, it like, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. And actually, I think yeah, another reason much. they might have done that too is because the story is kind of in question. Like, yeah. if he, you know, for sure. talking out of his ass or... but this is definitely gives you much more of like a documented historical mafia feel mm-hmm. than the other ones do where they're paying like going out of their way to pay references to some of the names Joey Gallo Tony Salerno like some of the famous mafia names correct, and the famous correct. like storylines of the time with Jimmy Hoff and everything like that Cattell, where, Pesci, so it is a very De cool... <laughs> Pacino so it is a very cool and you know like appropriate way that they give you those title cards and fill you in on mm-hmm. the info as you're going, you know, gives you the more like docu style feel. But uh, yeah, no, of, they, sure. they run through De Niro like turning into like turning more and more into mafioso underling here. Because when he did blow up the linen shop, that was the whole thing. The one guy uh, turned him on to it. Whispers the other guy from The Sopranos. Okay, yes. And he was like, "Didn't know I can give him the money back. I can." Uh. So <laughs> I like that scene too, where Harvey These old tell, rods, like, open up a laundry on my turf. They're anybody could have played that role. And, uh, you know, again, it's just because it was the Scorsese, everyone's back together thing, that it was Harvey Keitel playing yeah, yeah. It. By the way, two of which, those three people, were in Adam Sandler movies. You know <laughs> what I mean? Al Pacino <clears throat> and Jack and Jill and but Harvey yeah. Keitel. That's what I see when I see those guys <laughs> sitting around yeah. the table. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you don't realize what a good friend you have. Because I guess that's the first time you really see De Niro kill somebody is when he kills Whispers right after that. Okay, yeah, Because yeah. he, like, walks around the corner. He's like, oh, I don't know if you're coming from this way or that way. Yeah, and yeah. he was just like... And he always looks very unnatural shooting in the movie, too. He's always just like, bang, bang, bang! <laughs> like, <laughs> he's very just, like, shaky about yeah. it. Like, it just very always stiff. seems... stiff. But also, you can kind of think that, like anyone could have killed anyone back in the day because all of its all those portrayals are like always seem that easy where like, what about an expert hitman you just walk you just by, by and like pop up up! on the street <laughs> yeah. shot him in the face <laughs> like even later on we'll, we're going we'll get to it later but even with crazy Joe is' like the whole hit was like a video game was just like pop, 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 like he even like gives a breakdown of uh, like the expertise way he's gonna yeah. do it and then it's just fucking like but yeah. sometimes this place is really small you just walk in and shoot the place Yeah <laughs> 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 All right, well, I guess was, but uh I guess so he kills whispers. He uh gets in now with the gang because Joe Pesci has now vouched for him so much that uh he gets in with him, he does a little job for like a union job, the big guy needs a little help and uh I guess this is intro to uh Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa. Hoffa Jimmy Hoffa <laughs> We're a very smooth Jimmy uh, Introduction By the way Jimmy Hoffa's first line To So I hear you paint houses Yeah, yeah Which yeah, basically yeah. Just like, So I hear you're a, I hear you're a murderer Alright great You're hired <laughs> like, Way to break the ice With uh, the yeah. First thing you say to. Them. I think he doesn't even Hire uh, yeah. him to, yeah, I, uh, yeah Does he hire him to my number me. Two. Yeah, yeah. You're my my honorable two man <laughs> <laughs> and Trust that I can trust you Be loyal I heard you paint houses <laughs> Can you push taxicabs in the water? <laughs> because yeah, yeah they uh, and then so that's the big, and that establishes that the rest. Of, and that was the rest of my. Life. Can you be in Chicago in two days? <laughs> <laughs> do. Of course I could. Yes, course I can. I can. Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was just like the army. <laughs> I did whatever this asshole told me to do until the day I had to shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we already told you Bradley Cooper dies in this fucking movie folks (laughs) but yeah then it was uh, uh, from here on in I guess just a lot of now like union politicking yeah I guess as well though it does cut Back to an old De Niro and Pesci, an older De Niro and Pesci, mm-hmm. like on route shaking down mom and pop shops across America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it literally shows him like showing up at different antique shops mm-hmm. and collecting an envelope. Yeah. And like none of that really played out. Even like Pesci no, like sure. telling the guy, your son's kind of a fucking asshole. <laughs> and it's like, all right. But like. And again, wasn't it just kind of embarrassing to see like the old 80 year old Pesci Going in, you know what I mean? Getting this, getting the envelope of, you know... No, for sure. The, the uh, glove compartment full of envelopes. Yeah, he's, like, still doing like, runs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like, give it up. I don't know the levels of Captain in the Mafia, but I can't imagine <laughs> he's on the upper echelon of them. <laughs> if he's still doing from Philadelphia to Detroit fucking yeah. pickups. But I guess he's... Uh, uh, so you don't know, though... How into the mafia he is, but you're getting the feeling that they're establishing he's still obviously, you know, despite an older guy, he's not retired uh, uh, just yet. No, not yet. Not yet. And he uh, doesn't smoke in the car. He doesn't fly. (laughs) He's doing mafia pickups. I guess it then goes to more of like De Niro flashback to De Niro really working hand in hand with Pacino. There's a And again, union. this is one of those cases like Devin brought up, but where they de-age back, but not really, not really very much. It gets kind of confusing at some point, yeah, because they're de-aging between like a fifty-year-old and a forty-five-year-old, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, that happened to me a couple of times. But I guess a big thing happens then. He starts working for uh, Jimmy Hoffa, but then, and this is where I got a little like confusing it too, is where like the mafia wanted K- JFK to win. Right, the president. Yes, okay. It I goes like a presidential, a like whole, a campaign, a whole presidential montage yeah. where it takes you from that bastard Kennedy won the election. <laughs> now he's gonna be after my tail. Yeah, <laughs> and then a whole montage about like regular politics about he appointed Bobby Kennedy to be the attorney general of Chicago after. But there was a the whole thing too with the and mafia who like, own... wanted him to win. But like Hoffa didn't want him to win. Yes. Well I think it was the Mafia, yeah. The Mafia contributed for him. Yeah, the Mafia like rigged the ballot so they win the and this was another case where it was they they just it was they went out of their way to include a lot of very like Stereotypical Mafia famous. fairy tales Exactly Because like With Oh the, well, the mafia Killed JFK Yeah know, and, know, Well also the Chicago Dead people voting The stuffed ballots Yeah 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 Very famous Well you know Chicago The more dead people vote But the, the whole living. thing too That and, like JFK, JFK Had ties to the mafia sure. And like They're like that like, We, we no, no trust me They know why You want us to again When They even had that weird scene Where like This like Pan took a Florida beach house And there was like A 90 year old man Who was like JFK's father And it was like What the fuck Like <laughs> who cares yeah, yeah, Died as an old man in his backyard. Yeah. But, so yeah, but he then appointed well, uh, he Bobby the Kennedy. Is... Yeah, yeah. And, uh, now we get to really do some more voices. <laughs> he appointed Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. And, uh, he was going against the whole union scam. Say, chowder. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Say, chowder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, yeah, so Bobby
0: Kennedy is you know trying to he's breaking his balls on the on the union racketeering that's going down, which I or guess whatever. like what's racketeering <laughs> like I don't really get it. I'm like, why is the mafia so involved in unions? It's one of those other things, too, where, like... I get there's a reason <laughs> well, just probably it's just why. Like, I just it's an easy way it. for, like, money to get washed, I think, it's and, like, like different unions, yeah. people to get jobs they don't need to show up for that are on paper, high-level jobs. He's the he's, oh, the, God, he's yeah. the union rep of this place, although he's never been to work there. Yeah, he's collecting, like, $300,000. There's all these benefits. And then you pull all these strings to get... Like, it's like the whole... You know, a a lot of the no, I get it now. A lot of like the New York mafia and like the Javits Center and building and like and stuff like that is all big mafia. Theoretically, you know, throughout fairy tale, like you said, like big mafia contracts and stuff. Got gotcha, you. Real gotcha, estate gotcha. in Vegas and all that kind of, which is in this. Basically, it's they've gotten this huge. The uh, Jimmy Hoffa established this huge union that had this big, huge, powerful pension fund of all of the union members' money, and then essentially they just gave it out to different mafia people yeah, on be- loans. Where it's like they're getting a million dollars from and this. And doesn't track back to the FBI. To yeah, build exactly. Up different things and so like that's the big racket that they're breaking his balls over. That's what I thought. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you knew exactly. Uh, what racketeering was? Yeah, and I believe, yeah. Cool, cool. One more. Call. What's the mafia? <laughs> <laughs> hey, It uh, doesn't hey, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> never. That's a myth. Exactly. <laughs> that those. Those uh, will tell you. <laughs> one time i went to the mafia museum by the way in manhattan just a uh uh (laughs) unrelated and you walked in there's this one Italian guy. nothing to see here (laughs) dude it was literally the fucking the person that was our tour guide unquote was like a 23 year old chick that had like i guess studied the mafia in college and refused to answer any questions because there's like because of mafias like we don't answer mafia related questions so they'd be like so what was the story of that cool hit about the one barbershop Oh, the living members of the Valentino are still living in New York. I don't talk about that shit. And she refused <laughs> to answer any question I've been at warned. the Mafia Museum. That's hilarious. Because it was just like, no, we don't talk. There's a thing called Omarte. easy when you talk about it. Yeah. Here. And it was some fucking 23-year-old bitchy girl. It wasn't even some like, old Mafia guy. It was some like, fuck, um, it's called Omarte. We don't uh, talk about that stuff. <laughs> it was like, I fucking want my 15 bucks back. Yeah. But Gosh. I can't tell you about the Valentine's Day shooting that <laughs> happened in Chicago with Al Capone. Oh, my God. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I guess then Bobby Kennedy's really going after him. But uh, lo and behold, and again, uh, Bradley Cooper alert. Kennedy gets shot and killed. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so Bobby Kennedy doesn't become the uh, AG, the Attorney General. But uh, another hilarious scene where he's going out there and he's like, Oh, you know, uh, he, he's dead and I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he sees that their flag is at half mast. He's like, "Oh!" <laughs> and like goes yeah, up there, yeah. like brings the flag that's up. True. I would love to know if that's real. Like that yes, really happened. That's it. true. that's oh. a good call. No, no, no. It, it's true. That oh. I, it's, true that I, it's true that I would love. To <laughs> okay, know. I was like, not that I have any idea. That was a <laughs> very <laughs> affirmative. Like, no, that's famously no, true. That's another point of this thing. Like we're saying is that it was like a docu series, and they give you enough real mm. uh, actual facts to make you feel like it's a, like a, it's you know accurate events. But there's got to be a lot of like fictionalized drama yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I wish and that's one too, of those that's when those little where like, graphic cards would have came up again when he was like up in the roof like, come on, Billy, bring it all the way back up. This, this is America. Well, we should and then like a little thing is- was like, blink, this never actually happened. <laughs> the flag was at half staff yeah. the whole time. No, for sure. I mean, that's a great movie thing in general, you wish. But as well, I guess we should point out that this movie is all based on a book about, I guess, uh, De Niro's character or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that is the kind of thing that seems like it's definitely out of some book about Hoffa where it's like an interesting little fact that they threw in there because it's a cool, like, you oh, know. Oh, sure, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, It yeah. seems like a cool real-life a thing little as opposed to, like, Scorsese just thinking that it would be a badass thing to do. And, like, oh, no, we're not going half you know, fast. Taking a liberty <laughs> like that, you know, but... Put that flag all the way up! Yeah. <laughs> We're not going half mass But lo and behold Bobby Kennedy Like I said Doesn't become a G But there's still some charges And old uh, Pacino goes to jail <laughs> yeah. right? Everybody gets, gets pinched For some random You know doing uh, Does does a couple years of time Pretty much mm-hmm. like everybody That was involved In the mafia and stuff yeah. There's a whole big shakedown And a lot of different Mafiosos End up doing time and this is when, uh, also, you know, he's trying to get out. He's got it set pretty easy in there, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's still eating ice cream sundaes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but during good his thing ice this movie, is that he loves ice cream sundaes? Love it. I Love guess it. we're also brushing over in this fact. I like, guess we kind of talked about it a little bit. But oh, the that, family! Uh, yeah, that they uh, that Pacino or that Haffa uh, uh, and Frank, uh, De Niro and Pacino become great friends in this. Mm-hmm. Their families get along, and there's a whole big, in my book, weird, creepy vibe between <laughs> okay. Pacino and De Niro's daughter Peggy, who they've already established is very leery on De Niro and especially Pesci and De Niro's kind of mafia lifestyle. Mm. And then she really warms up, especially uh, Peggy and and Pacino. They got along great. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, here's ice cream <laughs> yeah. for me and the six. Ice cream is just for me, No don't, don't look at us. I literally thought they were establishing. I was like, dude, is Pacino gonna end up marrying De Niro's daughter in this fucking movie? But... Oh, is he gonna <laughs> fuck that kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I swear to God, that's where I thought they were going. But uh, uh, they, uh, I guess, we're kind of more just establishing that Pacino was. A well, much I think the other thing, I, yeah, kind of I think guy. the other thing was trying to establish too is uh, you know, Pesci is. a uh, you know, little girl, why does the. Uh, he says it when they're bowling. He was, was like, You thought I was afraid of me. he's like, Sometimes she's afraid of me, too. Now, she can't be afraid of you. I get why she's afraid of me. Yeah. And even when they call her over, she's just like terrified. Even when she gets the ice skates at Christmas. And yeah. it was like. So it is- and he's like, say thank you. Say thank you. And he's like, look inside. And there's like money. And he's like, say thank you again. And she does. And he's like, I got one. Thank you. It's yeah. good. Yeah, she like yeah, looks yeah. in disgust. So, But she loves Pacino. Yeah. And I guess really never panned out like I thought it was going to. Yeah, but they were really making it. They'd be like, he'd be like uh, uh, putting. He'd be like arms over at the mini golf putting her. You know what I mean? And like buying her ice cream. For it's fucking... all in the hips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's all in the hips in her. And fucking... They're going out of their way to establish that that they get on.
1: Game, but they're
0: really establishing, despite like I joked <laughs> around about how the first thing, uh, so, you're, so you're a serial killer, right? They establish after that that he's just like a good, you know, relatively honest... You're staying in my hotel room tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh, the door for open family a family kind of guy, you know, loved yeah. by children <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's right, because there's a scene with Peggy too, like going like, my Uncle Jim, me, like wants union scum <laughs> Yeah exactly yeah, yeah, At the school report But So th- there's that whole thing as well They kind of do like a, a De Niro family montage mm. Establishing that De Niro's daughter very leery on the Mafioso lifestyle however very warm Love's on Uncle Jimmy Love's Uncle <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> As how could you resist How, <laughs> how could you resist ice cream Sunday? <laughs> Extra sprinkles. Even when I'm in jail. <laughs> and this asshole from but Jersey is trying jail. to break the ball. And yeah, when he's in jail, though, eating his ice cream, that's when the whole conversation with, uh, with the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a sit down, yeah. guy, Which is a hilarious scene. The dude that we were talking about from uh, Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire. Because he plays anger so well. He's just like. What are you fucking saying to me? You people, <laughs> and like it's so mad. Your money's uh my money's all right, and your uh, your money's gone. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, dude, he would have been the perfect young pesci, by the way. Yeah. we talked about it in part one. If, in lieu of D.A. Jason, they just got young people to play the handful of scenes, he would have been the number one. But he kind of is, at this point, I'd say, the contemporary, like, young mafioso, yeah. tough, like, you know, uh, undersized tough guy. Or it's also, like, actually. And, and crushes w- in this movie. And, now this is when I started finding, like, my gears finally started, like, connecting and making sense. I was just like, wait, is Al Pacino not in the mafia? Because this guy's like so you people, you what are fucking talking to me? Like, dude, make it happen. He's like, Oh, my money's here. Your money's gone. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, dude, why are you fucking with a mob like that? Like, haven't yeah. you ever seen I don't know, <laughs> the Irishman? Have you ever seen the Goodfellas or Casino? <laughs> <laughs> like I know how this plays out. Like, you don't fuck with their money. They love their I money. Know. They love it. <laughs> But I guess – and I guess from here on in, the rest of the – Because he beats him up. Uh, the movie, yeah, they get into – A little guy beats him up on the – yeah. you know, a, a Jersey mafioso type. And then after they get out, it's pretty much all half uh, – Kind of politics. the the other thing. The when he was saying you people, like – was Pacino calling him like a guinea? Actually, it's yeah, like, dude, great I don't as get as as it. Well. it. Isn't <laughs> Pacino? What is Pacino supposed to be? He... I'm Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimmy Hoffa. He has to be Italian. <laughs> yeah. But they do. They go through a whole, a whole. Later on, he, I think even Pacino has a whole big like yeah. anti-Italian salute. Uh, you know those people? know what did Gracie <laughs> yeah. white Just like, you're, put- you're Italian? Gracie Wop bastard. Have another dude. <laughs> Yeah. But what are you? <laughs> I'm an alien. <laughs> but they're uh So then, I guess, really, the whole rest of the bulk, or uh, uh, you know, the next big bulk of the movie is a lot of kind of just like mafia, a half a union, and mafia politicking over pension money, and what would happen with you know the the union presidents and whatnot. And an at Eric some Clapton point, song. <laughs> 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 at some point along the way, uh, De Niro himself. Gets appointed, you know, union president in one of these games. Yeah, I mean, but again, Hoffa like makes that for him too. But there's no real reason. You want to be president? You're president. But there's no real reason, I guess, to like keep him closer in. Then, yeah, guess I think like... he just needed like a power, you know, a powerful ally in that position. But I guess all kind of leading up to the big dinner for De Niro, mm-hmm. who is now like a beloved union president. Well, a lot has happened since then because he's gotten out. Of, Pacino's gotten out of jail. Jimmy Hoffa's gotten out of jail. He's uh, trying to get his old job back as like the union top of the union president. There's the new guy that they've been appointed, the yes. guy that loves to golf. That well, is that was like the guy that Pacino a, set up that was a pushover. That's why yeah. I wanted number two. That's a pushover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get this clout in there. Then he goes to jail. Then the number two ends up giving away all the union, uh, the mafia money. Yeah, exactly. Money. And the mafia loves him because yeah. he's doing all their things. Why would anybody – because now he has to meet with the little guy to uh, – in his job back why would any of them be like no of course you are always strict but uh fair with us <laughs> like why well, this guy's like handing it out yeah, yeah and like i sure. said if you know anything about the mafia they love their money no, for sure they love well i think that was it. the whole thing and it was just like really establishes in the movie that hoffa had every chance he knew that he was fighting the mafia mm-hmm. it was kind of just like an ego in thing. Ego, he like, started this union and Then he kept on saying like this is my union i started this union like i'm not gonna give it up for mafia money but, but i like, mean also thank god and he was also getting some legal cut of it as well so yeah it was like, no, no, no. it wasn't like him to be in charge you know what i mean but then it was pretty much just like a lot of polit- mafia politicking of like if you're the president you're gonna get well well we're well, well, warning you that maybe it's time <laughs> that you just take your pension and you relax <laughs> and all sorts of Retire. like mafia you know no, they're, saying, they're saying I'm not saying they're saying they're, they're <laughs> there was a hilarious yeah uh kill the messenger scene where yeah. De Niro's caught in the middle <gasps> well they're telling me that you should say that. this whole movie De Niro's caught in the middle <laughs> I know. but they realized the sit down with the little guy was what, okay you, you get the great uh speech of like <laughs> you're, never, you're never more than 10 15. The, the 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 great 15. the great Curb Your Enthusiasm Moment of the year. Yeah <laughs> dude. I'd say 15, 15. And then, and then, it's it's 10 10 minutes time. And then you go for traffic. And what are you wearing Shorts And what are you wearing Shorts Who yeah. wears shorts To a meeting It's a disrespect What you wearing a suit In Florida <laughs> If I'm at a meeting <laughs> If I'm at a meeting I'm wearing a suit <laughs> It was a very Curb Your Enthusiasm And then the one guy stuff. Goes even like The, uh, the Jeff of the yeah, group they Or both cousin Ira the They're 12 and a half Yeah Come on for Jimmy Would you consider With the meeting Come on Like the two, era, two number 2 is just like try, <laughs> desperately trying to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that was a great scene and uh uh <coughs> you know comedic but yet you know uh continuing the d- driving the plot but in a very Scorsese way in a fun comedic mm-hmm. way where the movie did maintain like it's good casino it's half hilarious half you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, uh, engaging half accurate like yeah Doesn't <laughs> get another Like rolling mesh? Oh yeah He says something About his grandkids I fucking I wish I could uh, Blow your grandkids up <laughs> That's what the little guy says Right He's like You apologize to me For being late I apologize for the guinea thing <laughs> Because the little guy Says something Because he's like I'll blow your grandkids up Because <laughs> that was a big thing too They're like Look we get that uh, Saying Blowing your grandkids up Isn't exactly couth But yeah. uh, Jimmy's got to realize It's uh, yeah, yeah, not the thing So then you're right They have the big dinner For De Niro Yep, the big, uh, all the mafia guys were there. And... <laughs> I know. Where it was one of those, like, why don't you guys just stay, fucking go to another steakhouse tonight? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you all sitting there angrily? Somebody should not be here. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> like, real. and where does and, Robert De Niro? And, and we're both on the dais uh, giving speeches, so. I do like, I though, Robert bet. De Niro's whole, like, you know, nobody's side. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm best friends with Joe, I'm best friends with Al, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm going to kill whoever asked me to kill first. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to kill Joe Pesci All, right, all, right, all right. You're my best <laughs> friend you say, yeah. You're my best friend I'll do whatever you say <laughs> But the dinner thing really I guess things get heated it's Where it all comes to head Where you really see Fat Tony Salerno The little guy And Joe mm-hmm. Pesci All kind of the, uh, the The witches are brewing About the uh, How they need to get rid of the half Yeah. And the writing is on the wall. They give him kind of one last chance to retire or else. Or right. else what? Uh-huh. Or else those mafia. Or else those yeah. Wabdeg. Or Greek And he <laughs> yeah. even says the thing, too. He was like, I got wires on all these guys. And he was like, yeah, that's exactly what they're saying, <laughs> <know>. dude. Like, <laughs> Don't say that, man. Dude, <laughs> like, you know I paint houses and do my own carpet. You know how right? the mafia works, right? <laughs> Money. The thing they hate is wires. <laughs> Have you never seen any, any mafia movie? But, uh... So lo and behold, it kind of goes back to uh them on the wedding trip then, and you realize that's actually them to the meeting yes. of the uh. So now it's not so embarrassing that they're like shaking down mom because he still is like the main mafia dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? So just like they didn't really de-age all the way back to where he is in the old folks' home, mm-hmm. but yeah, de-aged further back than where yeah. most of the de- yeah. where most of the de-aging took place, you know. <laughs> so. It was like a uh, no. It's finally like the movie caught up to himself. Like it wasn't just like fifty-year-old, uh, twenty-year-old De Niro. But really, not yet because he was still De Niro, old folk narrating. Well, so yeah, it sure. Okay, up, hasn't caught it up, caught up to one time. Two of the parts caught up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> still the third, exactly. I got flash forward. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. So, but you do find out that there's still active mafia en route to Detroit. Yeah, they where... finally get outside that circle that he <laughs> drew of Detroit at a Hojo. Dude, it's hilarious because that that the one scene where he's all confused looking for his house on, like, <laughs> yeah. so to 84 Sycamore he's He's reading his hand for 84 Sycamore Street after he got dropped off at a random, like, air well, no, strip. They, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they go to the Hojo. He lets them know that, like, they're not going to go to the sit-down. Yeah, okay, so up. this, this kind of work very loosely setting up, but they're really setting up for the epic hit the big thing where I guess movies. like also they pull another old mafia movie thing where, Pacino, where, where Pesci is tossing his own salad in the back of a kitchen restaurant oh, I'd <laughs> For, put a little more Italian in you know salad boil is the best yeah. you've worked in a lot of fucking restaurants as have, I. <laughs> yeah. have you never seen some old uh, imagine like the team of a uh, fucking like of, of, okay of, no <laughs> I never have but if I did I would know better to say fuck all <laughs> like what have you ever seen a fucking mafia movie <laughs> before know, you idiot if there's one thing <laughs> they hate more than money and wires. It's some asshole waiter being like, You're not supposed to be back here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. What are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? Am I getting an ass beating? <laughs> I've never seen but it. Shit. But it's a very, like, again, just like hanging on to the old tough guy. Pez yeah, Pez no, exactly. In the back of some random fucking middle America Italian place, <laughs> dressing his own fucking salad. It's like, <laughs> now hand this out. <laughs> You're, You're right. But, but he's telling them they're not going to go better. to the meeting. No, no well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's establishing them, I think, at that point, officially, that they're going to whack. <laughs> they're going to kill Hoffa. Yeah, they're going to kill Hoffa. But then, De Niro, like you were saying, is in the middle of everything. So now he's on the phone with Hoffa. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'll be there for the meeting tomorrow at 2.
1: 20 minutes no. early,
0: of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh he does. And then the next morning, he's like Joe Pesci again is sitting in the restaurant by himself. You want cornflakes, you want special cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what did they have this place rented out? Did they, did they rent out the HoJo fucking diner for this like meeting that they're having? Or did just nobody else stay at the fucking <laughs> Were they no, like nobody for the continental morning. breakfast at <laughs> yeah. this HoJo? Like Jesus. wasn't the time Howard Johnson's were huge. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for real. I think I don't know what year it is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They never <laughs> But uh he basically tells him then he was just like, No, you're gonna go to the meeting. Wink which again made like yeah. no sense Like It's an extremely confusing Like why make him do it setup. Yeah Like He's the only one you'll trust Yeah we'll fucking send Sally Bugs Oh wait he's already there yeah. Or just <laughs> drive by and shoot him in the face Like yeah. do the classic walk by Bang bang <laughs> Like know? Why like all of a sudden This Ocean's Eleven But it's also scheme. they're going to Detroit For Romano's son's wedding Correct So everybody's going to be there Then they also set it up As one last chance To talk to peace Yeah We're all going to be up there For Romano's wedding We'll sit down one more time With no. Oh Deborah, this wedding's gonna be crazy. <laughs> well, one more chance to sit down with the little guy. I'm not sitting down with the little guy. No, I'm not. And then he apparently uh, like sets up his own meeting with the. Little... Well, you know what? I decided to sit down with the little guy. Me and Ben, me and John, <laughs> John me and the Yeah, right. <laughs> me and the shadiest mafia guy of all time. I'm gonna sit down with him. Right. I think he's his cousin. Why? I don't know. I don't know whose side he's gonna be on. Yeah. Why did he like go? You're right. Yeah. What did they say to him in that but, missing scene? Yeah, and as Chris well myself. Like, like, Son's gonna be involved <laughs> <Yeah>. somehow, <laughs> and a fish. <laughs> I know. My son's found bugs and a fish, <laughs> and Robin <Robert> De Niro. <laughs> We're gonna kill Jimmy Hoffa nowhere near the Meadowlands where he's apparently buried. What the fuck's <laughs> happening at the end of this movie? Because then it gets uh, like like. <laughs> 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 like I said They do like Talk about it at breakfast They uh, Then he's like No you're gonna go To this meeting by yourself I'm gonna drop you off At an airfield You're gonna get an airplane You'll be back Before the days Even <laughs> know. know you're missing It's like And De Niro's just like <laughs> <don't know>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they do. They're going yeah, they to gonna go kill him, then they weren't going to kill him. Then all of a sudden, yeah. he's going to go take a private jet to go kill him sooner. Yeah. And fucking, you know what? I'm going to stay. We're not going go to know the meeting. He's actually going to get killed. In fact, you're going to go to the meeting. You're going to kill him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So this is, again, it gets very confusing here. It's almost like it turns into a... Uh, Fucking... It almost turned like Tarantino kind of thing, where it was just like a very weird, just totally... Not even Tarantino. It's was just yeah, like a yeah. Hitchcock be kind a of example, like... Uh... But just like... An M. Night Shyamalan yeah, Where just, like, like All of a I sudden not getting just, here yeah. Jordan Peele movie Because then he lands <laughs> exactly. And like The sun is there Another hitman There's like a 20 minute discussion About like A fish being in the backseat What do you seat? think was up With the fish scene in Okay the back I think seat? at one point Like it made it seem like I thought De Niro Was afraid that he was Going to get killed Yes When he because said Because he was scene sure, Like oh it's wet like back that. here Oh well he yeah, like, no, oh, no, sit, no, I'm sitting oh, there sitting Because it showed as well Sally Bugs Killing somebody From strangling him From behind Like yeah Like, why would De Niro think that? And even then, what was with the fish? For sure. Like... I was thinking at first it seemed very. You much, never put a fish in your car. It seemed very much like a code kind of thing, where it's like, so what kind of fish? And they kept on mentioning it, where it seemed yeah. like it might have been some type of like, like I thought they're gonna kill. Yeah, you know, son. there was a fish in the car. What do you mean by there's a fish in the car? Like is that a? But, but the interrogation. Was... What kind of fish was it? A salmon? Yeah. Was it a tuna? I, this, it I think a... it might have just been because it is a very like seeing people talking you know, and talking about it's very you know just a very weird scene, but it created a a, 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 a tense. You know, it was very tense. Yeah. It created this like tension and this kind of anxiety got built up that I think it just might have been as a tool to kind of just like, and at this point as well, you're like three hours into this movie mm. and it's like, finally you think something might be happening and they're, they they're talking about a fish for This whole strange minutes. Twilight Zone, like what the <laughs> yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah. Dude? And the sun being there as well made <laughs> so no conf- sense. so confusing. It so really added to me like, what the hell is going on? Like, is the sun in on it? Hey, Dad. I was but, waiting 15 minutes. <laughs> He's like, Dad, I know. I <laughs> He's like your son had a fish. Then, a fish. <laughs> you never keep a fish in your car, son. The law smells. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. so then they just so then Bugs and the son drop De Niro and Pacino off to of some random house. Uh, was this movie even scripted? <laughs> 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 was like all right, guys. He's like fish. And was Sally Bugs when De Niro met him? Is he setting down fucking carpeting for like when he kills him? Yeah, I think like he, they that know like he that's the cute, house right? they're gonna that's kill like there, him. There and that's yeah, why yeah. he's setting up the carpeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking, but nothing on the walls. <laughs> what's the point they paint well I guess they paint houses he paints what. houses <laughs> but it was so they established that so then he shows up in the house Sally Bugs and the son drive off mm-hmm. De Niro shoots him what, in the get, most obvious in case the, of uh, in the most obvious whodunit in a fucking American <laughs> history <laughs> like I don't know how has this been because again for me growing up in Jersey I don't know what you what your take is no like, I've always said that he was like underneath the Brooklyn Bridge okay. or in the Brooklyn Meadowlands, the Meadowlands or, yeah yeah, but yeah that's been like my only context for Jimmy Hoffa you know, so now for I he was the guy that went missing. He was like, oh, he was a mafia guy that went missing. Okay, yeah. This story is a little more disappointing <laughs> than that because even the first time he shoots him too. And again, it's so like he's such an old man. Like he's like, all right, let's go. And then like, De Niro like has the gun. He doesn't even like Pacino doesn't see it. He's like sitting there holding the gun. De Niro's like, all right, let's. Or Pacino's like, let's go. And he like just like loose handed like, pew, pew. yeah. And he's just like the first shot. He goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> one last Pacino scream. Uh. You shot me there. (laughs) I should arrest you. But I ran. Uh, as, so this is kind of to me where run, you're nice, well, you're we, run. we didn't even mention this at all as well earlier. But there's the whole Joey Gallo scene with Jim Norton as Don Rickles, which is oh, yeah. honestly a little bit anticlimactic for me. I didn't feel like Jim Norton did. But a great again, job, unlike uh... and the Joey Gallo scene was unlike uh, Scorsese. We can edit the fuck out of a movie, dude. Yeah, like exactly. sorry, Scorsese, the we could Gallo- skip the, the, the Don Rickles Gallo thing. Scene was a great example for me because just the Crazy Joe for sure. Forty-five, you know, forty minutes in the movie that really played no bearing on the actual plot. Line, however, was a great, like, piece of mafia folklore for them to, like, you know, pay reference to for the whole sure. Umberto's Clam House hit or whatever. But so is this book... That is, is this asshole claiming that he's the one that killed Joey Gallo and also Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. Like, is that what this no, guy claims in his book? Yeah, So this guy might this be is, So then what is he just a, – a, is he a complete liar or, like, Forrest Gump? And, sp- <laughs> and and also, how is he the one that got away scot-free out of everybody? Like, and speaking of editing and us, like, talking about the things we miss in the movie, because you would think this movie ends right around the time he kills Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. There's still, like, another hour left of this movie of, like – the fucking postscript of, like, well, we all went to jail after that, but not for Hoffa. Yeah. And then Anna Paquin finally gets her first line, who's like an accomplished actress. Her only line in the whole movie is like, who's Pacino's why uh, didn't you call- daughter? Yeah, she's like, why didn't you call bitch. Joe?
1: Me yeah, yeah fucking
0: to- and it's yeah I guess this this is a really kind of weird part of the movie though where I do feel like it was suiting in some levels to the what the movie was. You yeah, not I- need to watch them all play bocce ball in jail <laughs> together and like yeah it's pretty. Best she to had watch. a stroke and it's it was like, like, like a super it shows a super old in a very like fucking buddy com film as well. It shows yeah. like an old uh, uh, Salerno Pesci and, and the end of Jackass pretty much. <laughs> it shows them all <laughs> in jail together. For and bocce ball like and they didn't get fucking stationed fucking like fucking disappear and they go back to the future they're, they're photos all each one of them was totally like a the little fucking rig jail. disappeared after <laughs> the sh- yeah and it tells you how they all fucking and got, it's all like cancer yeah and then they all got butt cancer <laughs> like alright but then it does just j- end in a very grisly set and I guess kind of this movie was a very de- theoretically very detailed account it ends like blow where he's like guys. my daughter will come tomorrow <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean like Horrible, sad, yeah. but it just shows really just in sad, just very detailed the fashion how it didn't, you know, how the, his whole life sucks and it's all coming. He's, like, dying alone fucking mm. by himself or whatever. But it really was, in, the, in essence, like, the detailed account of this guy's life ending with how it ended, you know what I mean? Yeah. Of just, like, him alone in a nursing home. His daughter won't talk to him fucking, you know. Yeah, the nursing so home was room like, wasn't too you bad. You didn't really need to show it, especially after three you and a, a half. You didn't need to show especially it. Especially after three and a half hours, but if it was the end of, like, a two- and a half hour movie where he was kind of going for kind of like you know The Sopranos was theoretically more about the family and like yeah the yeah, real yeah, yeah world where if this was, it was kind of going for the same thing where just like this is the actual life of this guy he was fucking like always getting beat on by his boss and he's dying alone in an old folks home like was it worth it or not fucking like if that was the essence but at the end but for the last half hour of a three and a half hour movie it's like we don't need to see the fucking bocce ball scene or the priest no we don't you know what I mean or him still not talking to the mafia or the FBI where yeah. they're like, dude, everyone's dead. <laughs> one last mafia show. And I of, thought that would have been be stand when he was with gonna be like, it was going to like pan around, For and show sure. him like talking to the FBI agents, being like, I did it all. <laughs> I did it my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. It was just like leave the door open a crack, just like Jimmy. And used all of those scenes do. were and very two. sad and pretty tough to watch. And as well, I did get it wasn't the... that tough. I was all <laughs> right with it. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought, I'm aware I'm, they're old. I felt old. And Pesci as well I did really just feel though as well did you not and I think that they were doing this a little intentionally but it is a little bit of just like kind of a send off to these guys like acting careers oh, for sure and like age like and you that's know, the last Niro, time we ever worked together for sure and also just like especially Niro, for Pesci as, for sure definitely for Pesci but as well De Niro's like just the mafia role tough guy like yeah this no, is no. how you know I mean I like, think De Niro's seeing seeing got them. a few <laughs> dirty grandpas left in him but uh <laughs> De Niro's gonna make some movies for sure I don't think yeah. Pesci will but you like, probably will that too that was kind of the, the Pesci definitely won't. No, for sure. But it was tough to watch. Just from that standpoint, I was like, all right, wow, this really is the lad. This is how the. And again, that's probably like Pesci without makeup or anything. That's probably how Pesci isn't making movies. This is like, (laughs) that's right, grape juice. Yeah, I mean, in all (laughs) honesty. Yeah, there was a sad him dumping his bread into grape juice. Gosh, stop, (laughs) Pesci. But And then ended uh, uh, with very anticlimactic, just fade to black with De Niro sitting in an old folks home. Oh, he really. says, leave the door open to crack, just okay, like yeah, Jimmy so Hoffa like used Jimmy to Hoffa do. Did. And then a title card, I paint houses for the 15th time. Scorsese uses yeah. that fucking line. The and that was the three and a half hours of yeah. The Irishman. And then you're just like, Jesus Christ, how long? My back, my feet are asleep. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I guess uh, all in all... What were a year of... Of course, we'll give the big review later, but all in all, three and a half hours... All in all, three and a half hours is going to be a long movie no matter how you cut it. I mean, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I remember when those movies, like the unedited ones came out, they were like three and a half hours long, and even that was like, dude, I don't need this much Hobbit fucking lore. And much like this, that three and a half hour movie is always going to be like... yep. I hate to say it, maybe I'd watch an Avengers three and a half hour movie, but if you kept it action-packed, but... That aside, man, I did find myself enjoying this movie yeah. a lot more than a lot of the movies we've watched on this podcast, for <laughs> sure. For sure. I, mean, for sure, I yeah. mean, the acting is great. I like, and I'm a fan of mafia movies. You know what I mean? For sure. I like that. I mean, you know, if oh, any of no, anymo- them are listening out there, I mean, I don't mean this offensively, but I love that hilarious dynamic and like the words <laughs> and almost no, this, like sure. just that idiocy of it, dude. Just in that being world like little for- girl, you know why the birds fly? Why God made the sky so the birds don't fly through? High oh ain't that cute that's cute it's just funny <laughs> but, you know, it's shit a fun like world that to live like... in for a couple hours and all in all it was definitely cinematically it was great an amazing job of keeping you engaged and interested for no. three and a half hours for, for sure for a movie where really like over the course of 50 years nothing fucking happens they literally watched the Kennedy assassination in an ice cream shop yeah <laughs> and like you know what I mean like that's kind of the essence of the movie sit down your movies. ice cream so melting like, it was there a lot they could have edited out they really could have edited out any given 45 second minutes <laughs> yeah, of that movie yeah. you know what i mean it's just like but so but, but that being said all in all it was still you know what i mean really entertaining great performances mm-hmm. uh, a definitely much higher quality than most of the shit we've watched on netflix and chat absolutely yeah i mean that's the big takeaway too i think it was just nice to watch a like Normal produced, directed. Watch Arc. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: I enjoyed this so much as I and really enjoyed only the an ridiculous hour longer things. than the Highway Man. So <laughs> yeah, but no, no, fuck, hour and a half longer than the Highway Man. That's what I'm saying. Even three hours, I yes, could have like wrapped my rhino right really Three and a half is sure. crazy, and that's what we're talking about at the end. Where well uh where, where, uh, where let me just ask you real quick cause this is something that I've been talking about with some other people. You watch it. the five. Do you think scene? it would have been better even adding? Let's just say because I'm sure he did edit out. Let's say he, uh, let's say he added another little bit to the movie and then brought it up to like ours, but then made it like a four part miniseries. Okay, like, well, like, a, like a, a Netflix kind of thing. Like would it not have been better off to be like a six part a four part yeah about Jimmy Hoffa. Literally, at the end of the first episode is when you meet Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) <laughs> All the big guys yeah. calling you up No, you hey sure. And then there would have been A little bit more time For like mafia related hijinks No for sure And then as well That last episode Would have kind of been like You know what I mean You could have spent that whole last hour Painting the world About the whole sad afterlife Aww, Of pain the Painting the world hitman. I get it <laughs> However like Why I said I At finally the started a half painting. Hour movie You just don't want like An anticlimactic scene to end it It's just Yeah like <laughs> no Well not the anticlimactic scene I didn't need the anticlimactic 35 minutes yeah, Of yeah. him like there was literally like a five and a half minute scene of him just like walking to the bank being like, excuse me. <laughs> it was just... Well, uh, that was his daughter. I'd yeah, exactly. But the whole scene the... was so long. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> oh, his daughter. <laughs> I, know, I would have I was loved just...
1: if he just thought <laughs> <laughs> the bank was closed.
0: What, thought... <laughs> isn't it annoying when you wait it online and then the teller goes on lunch? It's fucking bullshit. Let's go, man. He's <laughs> using canes. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was definitely kept my interest the whole time. Four, three, half hour movie. But I but, guess that was the first, uh, I guess that was a little kitschy question that I just threw out at you. Getting, it, Kitchy, getting into Kitchy it early, questions. but I guess on that note, should we bust into our... I mean, that's the next move to do is some... Uh... <laughs> Yo, let me ask you. Kitschy
1: questions. Kitschy. Kitchy, kitchy, kitchy,
0: Kitchen kitchy, 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 uh, kitchy, 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 <laughs> Plus, I thought we said you weren't allowed not in bad. here, you fucking, uh... Not bad, at and Andre He's winning me over. He's got a not top. No, <laughs> fucking get this guy out of the bar right now. Get this guy out of the studio. It's Andre Davi, of course, uh... Kitchy, kitschy questions. <laughs> Kitchy. Uh, but this is the part in the show where, uh... Of course, me and Liam may or may not be Ask using the word... Ask each other some kitschy questions. Yeah, may or may not be using the word kitschy correctly, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> This is when we ask We're each other. still waiting on that email confirmation, by the way. <laughs> yeah. if, uh... We've gotten a few, but I'm not opening them because <laughs> it looks like we might be idiots. <laughs> Much like the uh, ridiculous six thing. But. The ridiculous six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, this is the part where we ask each other some questions. Um, mine are usually, I'm a big MCU guy. Uh. Big uh, shared universe, sequels kind of guy. Devin loves a big uh, uh, conglomerated universe with uh, 25 different parts to one storyline. How are we going to make more money off the <laughs> Zardy uh, cash cow? Because this time would be a little hard. And I ask Liam, uh, does this movie warrant a uh, theater release? And would you see this movie in the theaters? And <laughs> my obsession with uh, with Chicago-style popcorn and <laughs> cherry coke. Yeah, I, I love going to the theater. So uh should I ask this one first this time? Yeah, I guess you lay it on me first cuz I might All have right. a curveball for you. I think I, uh, I think I, everyone uh, sees where this curveball <laughs> is coming from <laughs> since we've seen said you've watched this for 7 hours but uh <laughs> Not only Liam, do you think this movie warrants a theatrical release? Uh-huh. <laughs> but also, have you? Would you see this movie? Would I slash? Did I? <laughs> yeah, which even you though I've already said on uh, past episodes that I, yes, would I did. You see uh, this I, movie I guess the I've theater. given the spoilers out. But I did actually, in addition to watching it at home on Netflix. Uh, uh, I did as well attend the Belasco Theater Experience here in New York City where there was nice, a couple nice. different theaters. The Belasco was like a big, grandiose actual theater normally reserved for Broadway. Most, uh, previously, it housed Network on Broadway with Brian Cranston. All right? Okay. So now we're uh, just ho- uh, hosting... The uh, uh, screening of The Irishman, as well. I guess another thing though that I should talk about here on this segment—very exciting news on the Netflix and Chad Kitchy ke- uh, segment, Kitchy Questions segment—as the uh, Netflix company uh, did buy the Paris Theater in New York, which was one of the last like uh, uh, independent theaters. It was like an old like throwback theater from like the old the oldie days of picture shows, mm-hmm. where it was like they were all in kind of Broadway theaters, and it's the last like Single picture theater in New York where they show one theater one movie. It's in a big grand theater, you know, but it's like a contemporary movie, all right. And it's kind of by Columbus Circle, Paris Theater. It was going to close, and then Ted Sarandos and Netflix ended up buying it, all right. And it's going to be used to house Netflix premieres and to screen Netflix movies, all right. So big live show, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, for real. And the and the next live yeah. in the first live show. But uh, so huge news for for my Netflix and chat segment is I can you give might be you the seeing Paris some of these in the theaters, <laughs> yeah, for sure. As I did this one, as uh, really I started in the theater primarily, uh, I guess just to be kind of part of the a little bit of the experience, you know, the mm-hmm. opening weekend at the Belasco. But as well, I didn't want to wait the two weeks because I was dying to see the Irishman. Yeah. I guess that's something we haven't talked about too. Is that this movie did that's get true. released? It is a Netflix original, but they did put it out in the theaters like November first. First, and then Select theaters Literally in like Less than 10 theaters In America though And for you know Like two or three weeks Before Literally but you just you could have, have seen This movie before It came out on Netflix Is yes, what I'm sure. saying As I did <laughs> Yeah No but I'm saying Yeah of course But like That's not the norm For, for sure. our Netflix And no, chat sure. No for so. sure For sure but uh, and as well you could have seen it if you were in New York or uh, LA like, because those were the only you know like a very small handful of are you place. sure because I remember them like, art, like advertising as like in theaters November 1st on Netflix November 24th okay I see I see I thought it was just select theaters because I know people in Minnesota that <laughs> love this because even in New York it was only in like a handful of theaters it was in the Belasco and like two others the IFC Center and a couple of like okay. other independent theaters but it, I don't think it was in like the AMCs or anything like that sure but I think it so. played other places like than New yeah. York and LA yeah I honestly When they say New York and L.A., I think that's kind of just like a catch term. And everywhere (laughs) in between. (laughs) Like, I'm sure the Alamo Draft House in Austin is fucking showing this thing. You know what I mean? But anywho, so I did see it in the theater, though, uh, as well as the traditional Netflix experience. But uh, uh, so I guess a couple of things are going to jump off at you right off the bat for a a three-and-a-half-hour movie. You're going to think you're probably going to want to stay at home for this one Mm -hmm. because who the hell wants to be stuck in a theater Although if you if you opt the extra two bucks and you get the all you can eat popcorn pack, you really it really <laughs> okay. pays off in the it's end. It's paying itself, <laughs> yeah. It's paying for itself. But no, all in all, in all honesty, I actually was super happy that I did the theater experience. Okay, just because for a movie so long, again, that's not exactly like packed with action, drama, and intrigue. There was a lot of potential distractions at your house where you're in the theater, it really kept you in... Like are you your phone, you're not walking yeah, around. Yeah, and for yeah, a movie okay. like this that was not boring and was good enough to really keep you engaged and interested the whole time, it really did build up a bigger-than-life kind of feel in the theater. Some of those great, just the great soundtrack and some of the, just those great, you know, Scorsese scenes sure. were yeah, great yeah, yeah. on the big screen and just had a bigger than life kind of feel like that but everyone else in the view. theater is like there to see it. Like yeah. the fish scene You can hear everyone Scratching their head At the same time Like what you're the gonna, fuck But man. just that like An extremely intense feel In the mm. theater As you're kind of expect. You know the hits coming. You don't know what the hell They're talking about Or something This must be building To something But on the big screen It really had a big Intense feel Gotcha, gotcha. Something kind of got lost As you're just sitting there Watching At this point Three and a half hours in putts around on your iPhone Eating or fish Or I feel on your for couch. most people That do the home approach Which I did not Like I said At the beginning of part one I did watch Watch them both in one sitting, mm-hmm. or like re- you know what I mean? Uh, a couple of minute breaks. Because you did do it both ways too. You did see it in the theaters and then watch it again for this. Yes, but, at but when I watched yeah. it at home, I didn't really take a, a big break. I think a lot of people, like I've heard, have watched it over two days. You really mm. lose a lot of the momentum. No, I get that. I watched it, watch it in one I sitting myself. but I did take like a thirty minute intermission at like Which an is fair. hour, two hours. But if, in you, it. if you're taking a day in between. You no that's ridiculous watching the yeah. first half and then two days later you watch the second it's just not gonna get the same feel no, no. And the same especially you're sitting in a theater and watching in that for sure so uh, from all things said definitely good enough to be in the theaters definitely I feel uh, benefited the for sure and, I, and benefited from the theater release. now am I wrong. do they all so, do you always say yes or no I think <laughs> usually you're always no like a couple the of them. Be, I yeah. think like uh, the Highway Man was just like you know yeah okay, okay nothing yeah, yeah. that could really be benefited. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> usually but not in all ways. Okay. 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 So I guess that would normally be when I ask you uh, uh, how we would squeeze a sequel out of this. Right. The best However, answer ever. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, under no circumstances am I sitting through a sequel after three and a half hours. Plus, it ends with Denier in an old folks' home. I don't know where we're going <laughs> yeah. from here. But, wow. So I'm throwing you a curveball. All right. And I guess I'm gonna give you. Uh, I guess we're gonna probably get into it. Spoiler alert! But uh, uh, at the beginning of next year, Bradley we'll Cooper dies be, in the end. <laughs> at the beginning of next year, we'll probably be coming at you with our annual geeked-up Oscars pick and, and oh, getting yeah. it into the oh, yeah. a little bit but i would say out of all the great acting performances that went down in the irishman uh, uh devin i'm going to ask you and the oscar goes to the oscar of course goes to uh <laughs> jim norton as uh, <laughs> jim norton best supporting uh <laughs> Best comedic that's interpretation of cameo. Rickles. But between Pesci, Pacino, and De Niro. Out of, exactly. Out of those three, Pacino, Pesci, and De Niro, which guy really kind of in your book uh, uh, gave the best performance? I'll break it down like this, man. Uh, I think De Niro, it was good to see him finally playing back to form of just like that quiet, okay, like, yeah, that's, what sure. you need, that's what you need. No, for sure. A lot of this movie was very much like we joked around, uh, maybe in part one, but about the whole uh, – uh, Joe Pesci show That used to be on SNL Like I felt like uh, De Niro was playing Much to form on that but, All do right, all right, uh, I'm not Whereas Pacino It was good to see him Kind of Over the top but not so over-the-top that it was ridiculous. Over-the-top enough for a role that it called for. Yep. I think uh, the only other thing I've seen him, which I guess was a kind of a bit role, was in a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he was just the agent. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's a another movie role. where it kind of felt like every actor was in just for the sake of being in it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. Uh, it kind of played a little better, whereas this Pacino just like... And again, I can't see anybody else doing that scene where they're like, a Gun, you rush, a knife, you run. And you're Russian. Yeah, actor. that was run. definitely the the definitive over-the-top Pacino scene of the movie. But it still, sure. it's like really worked. Like he just like played that role very yeah, yeah. well. That of all the characters I saw in that movie, I felt like he was kind of the only one that was like actually like putting the work into being an actor and wasn't just playing to the typecast. Even though okay, he kind of was, true. he was still like know. playing like a role well. Peshy like, he wasn't mafia guy. Correct, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was doing it. Uh, I could I could see that for sure. Having said that, though, I know the way the Academy works, and uh, kind of like you said, like seeing Joe Pesci in the old home was kind of like the actor send off. If Pesci gets nominated for an award for this, I think we all know hands down he's winning. <laughs> Even though ball. his and role to be nominated wasn't for such a stretch from a usual Pesci. But I will say that, like, it a kind of like what, what we were talking about in it. the car scene, too, where, like, she was smoking a cigarette the second he said not to. It was kind of fun to see, like, the retired old Pesci. It was good to see Pesci make it in the end of a gangster movie, first of all, not get killed. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like, Goodfellas whacked. Casino right, yeah. whacked. It's good to no, see him so. now being the one like who his was just, like, brother like young Pesci him. would be the one flying off the handle. It was good to see him as the, like... The gangster that kind of had it together yeah, the one yeah. they weren't always worried about you know yeah, what i mean because yeah. he was already an established made no, guy sure. he was a little bit more he had the big giant the gold ring he was one. handing out now two people have these rings <laughs> these big giant rings yeah, that yeah. me and liam are now wearing replica yeah, he was of. definitely much <laughs> 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 yeah, he was definitely much more of a boss than like a. you know what i mean and i know, know, think the way the academy one. works of course it's gonna go to uh pesci so I think the Oscar goes to Joe Pesci. Great call. Right, thank you. Uh, All right. Now, are you saying that from the Academy or from the Devin Barnes? I think – Do uh, you think that Pesci gave the best performance in that one? Or uh, do you yeah, think that's the rail that the Academy is uh, I'm going to go with Pesci. 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 Okay, cool. That's the prevailing thoughts, honestly – uh, that's Pesci. I'd say kind of is stealing the headlines for everybody. Really, just but again, it's a very role. But yeah, I might really. Very, is I'm, a, not, I'm not in not influenced from from seeing it the first time. I would say I was really impressed with Pacino just for your saying because yeah, I don't I really, really am, like yeah. Pacino, honestly. I feel me me just the over the top way too often. This one, I really feel the over the top really worked. It worked for the in character. character. That's what I mean. And I yeah. do feel like you're right about P- uh, Pesci and Pacino, uh, Pesci and De Niro, rather, just not really it. stretching. From playing the roles. yeah however they were both amazing and mm-hmm. uh, I felt that they kind of both suffered a little bit from the de-aging a little bit too where it's like the old version of both those guys in the movie were great you know even though I was kind of yeah, yeah. like the old tough guy Pesci a little bit but Pesci himself was great in this movie mm-hmm. as was De Niro just really another you know one last great De Niro role but exactly. like for it was me good the to one see that a kind play, of like tight. stood apart especially from themselves was uh, was Pacino a little bit more yeah. you know so i love that too though I'm could be the Oscar to pacino all right but... a lot of that too can be played though cuz he was against like type like the to the movie so the first hour of the movie it was you know, and like we were saying with Ben's diagram in uh, part one of this, <laughs> is that like more times than not it's uh, De Niro and Pesci together. So N- yeah. uh, Pacino stands out in his own in that aspect too, because like he's not the uh, first time ever working with Pesci or yeah, Scorsese. Fucking mind blowing, man! <laughs> fucking mind blowing. And listen back to episode one, part one. For their part one for that. But so that was uh, our kitchy questions, I guess. Those, were, those questions were quite quick. Get you, get you, get you. We do believe that that's what it's supposed to mean. Now, this is the part where you're finally here, folks. We're finally doing it. The big official uh, Netflix and uh, chat review. Uh, what are we, how are we rating this movie? Um, I guess... Uh, we both have our own explanation. I always try and do a Netflix end thing. Yeah, Devin gives you the Netflix end. And uh, Liam always has a. I give uh, you my fo- my four point four point uh, audio scale. Thing. <laughs> and uh, I guess uh, should I go first on this one? Should I give it my Netflix end? Yeah, Devin. Uh, you should go. Yeah, I guess go first. Give us your uh, give us your Netflix end. I will go first. Give my Netflix end, but if you are uh, listeners to the show, every now and then, you know I might, uh, sl- uh, let's say, take the honey from Liam's pot a little bit and uh, copy his soundbite idea. Uh oh! So for my official review, I'm giving it a because
1: uh, she got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, that's kind of so, so. This movie's got how a I great feel ass. about it, man. You know, it's got a great ass. It's a great enough movie, but it's the ass end of all their careers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, that's true too. So, it's a great. Uh, <laughs> this really is the ass of their. And uh, plus, it has one of my favorite per- people to impersonate, impersonate uh, Pacino, and <laughs> it. I mean that's my go-to. Dif- yeah. That's my uh, one of my definitive Pacinos. Yeah. I'm that's a great ass. That's lefty, less- yeah, actually. I, I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but that is uh, yeah. That is a very. So well, I guess in saying Netflix that, like, is... I yeah, I do like it. I guess if I would have give it a Netflix and i would been like a Netflix and kill my buddy too to see this movie because <laughs> it was a it was a banger. It was good enough. A Netflix like, and kill would be a very yeah, would be a, an, an Irishman appropriate. I would Netflix and kill my buddy for this <laughs> to see this movie. <laughs> I liked the movie enough. Where like again, my only big caveat is it was three and a half hours there was a lot to there was a lot to cut out of yeah, it yeah yeah that uh, but having said that it was one of the more enjoyable movies I've watched during this podcast I thought it would be but I also went into it again kind of like with like a shit attitude of being like I get it you're pulling all the big stars in <laughs> if you listen to part one yeah, I, I kind of have a running Scorsese yeah, beef yeah sure. I went, I went in uh, vaguely skeptical yeah I went in very grasping skeptical grasping that it was just going to be like nostalgia based exactly. enjoyment or is it going to be an actual Most good Italian guys movie. going cha 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 pretending <laughs> they're Irish but alright so I give you the uh, four point audio scale where I give you uh, uh, and by the way actually on my uh, one of my recent uh, episodes Episodes of Big LW's Jammin' World podcast, I gave a eyewitness account review of a Bob Dylan concert I went to. First Rudy's dad... You've given a Rudy's Dad to Stranger Things. I did, but I had to steal. I haven't given a Rudy's Dad to anything. However, I gave it to the uh, gave the it Bob to uh, Bob Dylan at the Beacon Theater. And I think, uh, however, the ridiculous six though you used a different four point scale. Right, well, that's true. I used the Sandler, <laughs> but it wouldn't have gotten the Rudy's Dad. Uh, scale. No, it wouldn't have. However, it wouldn't have. Uh, for my uh, for my official uh, 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 audio scale, like I said, I, uh, top list would be Rudy's Dad, the greatest honor a movie can get.
1: This is the most beautiful sight that the these ice have ever seen.
0: All right. However, uh, uh, one down from that would be if I really liked it, I give it a Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hell Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Going down the line, if I didn't like it, I give it a David Alan Greer, Damon Wayne's Men on Films, Hated It. Mm-hmm. Hated It. <laughs> uh, 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 and if I really Really didn't like it I give it A Nick Cage From Mandy oh! But on this episode, he's doing a, uh, you talking to me? <laughs> he's doing a, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm How not, am I funny? I'm not, I'm not, doing a, if he hated it, he's doing a, I'm it. not Pacino's your Pacino – devil's uh, advocate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not stealing your Pacino, De Niro, uh, uh, Audio scale. I'm sticking with my own She's for this. Great one. eyes! <laughs> yeah. I think I would probably, this would be the same equivalent, though. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm giving the Irishman a big stone old cold. fashioned stone called Steve Austin. <laughs> Hell yeah! Which is where a lot of the Netflix and Chad <laughs> movies fall. But I feel this one is a real appropriate stone. Cold <laughs> yeah, Steve no, Austin. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not quite uh, a Rudy's dad. These are the Greatest thing that this is it's not quite a Rudy's dad. Whereas in my book, honestly, just in terms of the Netflix and chat catalog, I probably I thought you Roma, regret giving Roma, you regret not giving Roma Rudy's dad. <laughs> no, no, just... I'm, I'm happy with what I I'm happy with where Roma stands, but I feel Roma was <laughs> oh, better. I feel, I'm, I feel Roma was better than The Irishman yeah. as well. I felt uh, Stranger Things season two, although obviously different TV series, I felt probably more enjoyable of a watch than The Irishman just from the Netflix scale. In terms in terms of rating it against other Scorsese movies, mm-hmm. I feel the last great Scorsese movie, Wolf of Wall Street, is probably better Scorsese work. I feel that you know the departed his last crime movie was probably a better work. So I guess I know we're going back a, little, a long ways for the departed anyway, but Yeah, well he's the huge catalog. For sure. I mean? And when you so if you rate it against if you're rating it as a Scorsese movie, it's not the best Scorsese movie. No, but we're not, not rating it the Scorsese No, movie. for sure. Yeah. If you're rating it against the Netflix and Chad movies, not even the best Netflix and Chad thing. I've that's seen crazy. because I feel Roma was better honestly so do I that's, that's my what argument saying. that Roma deserved a Rudy's dad I just feel like since no, it was I our first you be didn't better. want to come off hot <laughs> Weird, now that you know though now that you've gone down this Netflix path a little bit and we've hit the Irishman. Well, I mean, there were movies that I've seen, two movies this year that were not on Netflix that I feel I probably would have given a, Ru- a Rudy's dad. Yeah. Most of the movies that deserve Rudy's dad aren't going to be on Netflix. Well, that's what I'm saying. But so since when the, this is Netflix, Netflix on, and Jet. I mean, Roma and this are as close as we get. I'm not holding out hope that this throughout this year they'll nail a movie I like how me. you're not handing them out willy-nilly, really though, Yeah, either. I just think that those movies weren't nailed in my book, you know? No. no. Roma was maybe nailed as, like, an indie art flick. I'm not going Rudy's dad on like an indie art flick. I'm sorry, the, I mean, your highest you're right. rating you're getting is, and you're lucky to get a fucking stone cold st- stone cold hell yeah out of me. To be honest, like I very well could have given that an enthusiastic hated it under the fact the sheer fact they had to read subtitles and it was black and white, like you know. But that's so far, fair. I wanted to redo my rating. To <laughs> But in terms of The Irishman, though, uh, uh, very, however, not quite, you know, top line as Rudy's dad. Definitely, hell yeah, worthy. Where, like I said, I've watched it too, and I've watched it twice. Seven hours of The Irishman. (laughs) By the end of the second run, still not bored yet. Yeah. So, although not, you know, upper class, not next level for Scorsese or even Netflix, (laughs) I feel. (laughs) But it still deserves a, uh... uh, you know, definitely good. Definitely. The acting as well carries it in in itself. I feel the acting performances were really better than the movie. Oh yeah, De Niro, Pacino, and uh, Pesci were all amazing. Like I said, the de aging at some points was just like a little unnecessary. However, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 I felt that they were just all all the performances in itself could carry you. Just the movie kept a great level of intrigue and intensity for a movie. Like I said, where not much happens, so it was a great job there. But all in all, I would say pretty much like you, I would say just for a movie to be three and a half hours, it's got to be great – and yeah. this movie was yeah, a yeah. cut below that. You know what I mean. So maybe mm-hmm. if it was a two and a half hour movie, and even then I'm saying talking... like maybe it's an adventure. I think three and a half hours is too long for Brandy anything. Movie, for sure. Like and the one you talk about too, like De Niro and uh, James Woods once upon a time in America. I think that movie's like four, and a, half a four hour, and a half hours, like, almost like that, close sure. to five. Yeah, like I think yeah, the uncut no, one is like five and a half. No, that's like one of that's those fucking bonkers. bonkers. Like the longest Get out of my ever. face with that shit. I think the uncut Godfather though. I feel that this movie honestly might be the traditional. This might be an hour uh uh too long for mm-hmm. rudy's dad i feel if this was a two and a half hour movie it very well could very been rudy's very dad. Yeah, yeah however over three and a half hours it just wasn't great for a three you know what i mean it wasn't great and for a three and a half hour movie that's gonna be held against it no 100 percent. I mean? and especially like i said where i actually really dug the kind of the way it ended the kind of somber full circle ending however after three and a half hours I lost a little enthusiasm for it, you know, so... Agreed. All things considered, a hell yeah, not a Rudy's dad. Hell yeah! And I'm looking right at you, Roma. <laughs> 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 Por que? away. <laughs> and I guess go back and listen to Roma as well as all 12 of yeah, the other Yeah, go back Netflix and listen to, to Roma, you on ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> but really, that's, so that's the review. Uh, I think I should just specify that... Uh, a big fat ass is the same as a uh, a great ass is the same as a Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're on the same page as this yeah. one. We're on the same, same page not this always one, sure. are, but – Yeah, we're not always – And we'll definitely talk more in the Oscar special, like I said, because I can't wait to talk about this movie held up against some of the other great movies of the year. Not Netflix movies. Correct. But but she even know. gets a nomination. You know what I mean? Just, I guess I mean, that would be the next geeked up thing we do would be the uh, yeah. Oscar special. Yeah. But the uh, next uh, Geeked Up Presents Netflix and chat thing we do depends on one person and one person alone. And that's our and man I, Brad Pitt asking, as, as always, box. what's in the box? All right. What is in the box? And we're getting a little bit thin on the box here. Are as get- we are 12 ping pong uh, Easter egg with stuffed note cards mm-hmm. short. And I guess this uh, potentially being the last one of the year for this year coming in January restocking the box, restocking the box with Netflix new releases. So the last one we're gonna do, and we're gonna keep a lot of these old ones in here too. We're yeah, just for sure. going to uh, we're, just gonna, we're gonna make it even meh, even more packed to the rafters. All right, so the last, the first one we're gonna do next year. The last poll from the old, uh, the old ping pong balls. We got a all right, all right, a futile and stupid gesture, which I guess will be the same way we'll be ringing in the new Year's. <laughs> and this, of course, is the movie with, about uh, the starts of the National Lampoons like magazine, the whole story of it. Oh, interesting! Uh, a lot of comics in it. I know Joe McHale plays Chevy Chase in it. Oh wow! Uh, they, so everyone, it's like a docu movie like about with the uh, original, uh, so who are some of the other famous cast members um, very... from the original National Lampoons? I don't really know the history of, uh... I guess from like the movie series, like Beverly fucking whatever phase. Yeah, know? no, no, exactly. It's all that. Uh, but it's um, Will Forte pretty much plays the titular role of Doug Kenny. In a futile and stupid gesture. It's about the people that like made the National Lampoon's magazine. Interesting. Uh, so it's like a biography comedy. It's an hour and forty-one minutes. Uh, interesting, um, interesting. But a lot of like now comics play like What's famous the tomato people meter? from back then. It has a six point eight on IMDb. The tomato meter. Um, all right. So the tomato meter on this one is a little higher than usual. Uh, critics give it a sixty-seven percent. The audience gives it a seventy-one wow. percent. So fresh on both accords. roughly twice as high as your average Netflix and chatter. I would so. argue like six times as high. Uh, like we usually. Well, I'm excited for this as well. Will Forte, you said. Will Forte, and, uh, Joe Jays. McHale. Joe McHale is playing Chevy Chase. There's a whole line uh, of uh, comics in this that are like playing old like seventies. Is it like comics. a controversy? Is it like a? Okay, well, Martin Mall is playing like the older version of him, narrating it. I've seen the trailer on Netflix. But the guy who started it, I guess, uh, Bradley Cooper dies at the end. I know in real life, killed himself in real life. Okay, I see. So the fact that there's an older version of him narrating it is interesting enough. Okay, because, interesting. And that's always been a controversy is if he fell off of this cliff or actually killed himself. Okay, right? wow. Um, Remember actually right. knowing about this. So, so I'm excited. But it's, it's a comedy, a biopic, so it will be a good time. And then what are we talking a recent Netflix release? Or? I think uh, within the last couple of years it came out. 2017, I want to okay, say. Okay, so, so not like hot off the press for Netflix. So when we uh, come back, it'll be three years old. Wow. All right. Cuz it'll be This is a good one though. This is uh, I'm the excited future. for this. F- also back to a Netflix comedy, I guess we've uh, uh, taken a couple off since they ridiculous yeah, but, but also a little uh, American history, if you will. <laughs> it's true. I guess staying in line. Are we going to come back with a, a comedy American history trilogy? Who knows. <laughs> But that will be it for this episode of uh, Part Two one and Two, Parts One and Two <laughs> of uh, the Irishman episode, and, and next still not longer than the Irishman. So much like the title of uh, the next movie we were watching, this has been a futile and stupid gesture. <laughs> But uh, it was fun doing this one. It was a very exciting movie. We both liked it very, very much. Oh, hell yeah. yeah if there's any parts uh, in this movie that we missed out on that was your favorites, kind of like when De Niro told us what gun to use for a street hit, <laughs> what's loud enough or not, email us in at the Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm Devin Barnes. <laughs> I'm Liam Whalen. Okay. Not bad. Okay. And uh, let's end this one with a real Irishman song. <laughs> Are smiling, finally, a little, finally something Irish in this goddamn movie And leave it to the geeked up, boys <laughs> <little> <laughs> <of> <laughs> <laughs> My name is Rob Bobby De <laughs> I got bright blue eyes you and Irish fuck make a movie where there's lots of Irish mobsters this going Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci I refuse to hire any non Italian American actors Hey, we had a good crack last night Good you're mad over there my man uh, Billy O'Callaghan. he loves to be love this guy. <laughs> yeah, another Guinness by his own. Not to stay uh, yeah, finally, uh, finally the I Irish kind of feel. This pretty man. Irishman. Oh, yeah. Well, be just, pretty I guess he does kind of fall in line. Style, I want like reverse nicknames where they called the fat guy tiny. It's like, we hey, let's call the most Italian guy of all. Hey, uh, Danny Irish! You know the most Italian guy over there? <laughs> Sometimes you get the most spot on, like, uh, Ray Crazy Tastes like <laughs> Leona. <laughs> Sometimes they really are. That's more of a Mexican nickname <laughs> trend. Yo, 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 yo Wayland. Oh, who, do we pay alone? <laughs> I don't normal. know any Mexicans, but whatever your physical weakness is, immediately you're like, <laughs> <a black laughs> <little bit laughs> <by>. hey, Gordo! <laughs> That's my <laughs> <one> friend, the Jimmy Pendle. Flock of memories, so glorious. Man, this Irish music kind of stinks oh, right. Yeah, I get why archer, it's worse the archer in the, uh, I, I mean, I guess, it's Irish hey, music Is Irish actor would they have used One is founded Liam Neeson Oh, yeah, I'd be fucking killing uh, I guess a lot of these the Irish, Irish girls, girls Play right. American Liam Neeson could have played the Irishman could have played the again Liam Neeson, perfect, Oh, <laughs> seven-foot-three, Liam, he said. Far across oh, yeah, the, the fucking mob is me. What about Ewan McGregor? He's not Irish, <laughs> the fucker. The <laughs> <In foreign laughs> no, right story. No matter he where is. I wonder. Yeah, I mean I think the only upbeat Irish uh, song saw I heard was the Woodlawn one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we're all burning our J ones
0: on the streets of Woodlawn! When I Smiling. oh my god sure it's like a yeah, happy, happy fucking St. Patrick's Day yeah, yeah. yeah. happy St. Patrick's Merry Day Merry Christmas you fucking you mix. mix you, <laughs> mix. you, <laughs> you fucking hear ginger bastards alright we're down by the way I feel like I'm in Woodlawn right now looking at the, the fucking Keen Slashow like and when I- are smiling. Smiling. I like how for the most iconic song Should of that we've got, like, some nice person on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I keep her. i think some asshole posted their family album. Listen working. all those Should in this video that are now in the better place. Well, I got one more joke. You know what I like about Irish girls? They're big fat asses! <laughs> <laughs>